radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. Prime time. He's going to the danger zone. Let's go. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Skull, use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? Already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. Hey, fellas. I love the podcast. Music created by Brian Swanson. Welcome, everyone, to the Week 11 Recap Show. Fantasy Football Scoop and... Uh, I am Tony. I am co-piloting this show along with Bishop... Uh, we are turtle-less for the first week officially, so I, I called in the big guns, Bishop. I'm like, I we need a we need a third voice. We need somebody who's uh, had a good season. So we look no further than ba- the other member of the Balls Mahoney. So we have K Wall here uh, with us for for the shows this week. So thank you, K Wall, for joining us. Um, no problem. Isn't it like 5 p.m. where you live? How like uh, is this <laughs> is this trouble being so early? It's seven o'clock, and it's if it was any later, uh, I wouldn't be able to do it because I'd be sleeping. I don't know how Bishop is still awake. <laughs> I take many naps. I was say, <laughs> it's like 11:30 Eastern time for somehow with with Bishop here. I I hate this time zone, dude. I hate it. It's it has to be the worst because this is the best. <laughs> yeah, it's true. See, I always say that Pacific time is the worst because I have to deal with all of my friends living two hours behind me, and it uh, <laughs> it's not very fun when you like want to hang out or play video games or something. And they're like, "Dude, it's like three o'clock here." I'm like, oh, "Fuck me!" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> so. Anywho, uh, yeah, this is the last week of interdivisional play. So uh, after this week, we're going back into divisions, and uh, this was this this week is going to make things quite interesting when we uh, wind down to the playoffs. So uh, let's let's just get into it, and we start as always in the balls, Mahoney, and with my occasional crotch chop versus Worms Team Taylor, and uh, believe it or not, this was the closest matchup this week. There's a lot of a lot of blowouts uh, this week, and uh, I take the victory, 97 to 92, and it was uh, it came down to Monday Night Football, where uh, you know uh, Worm was cha- Worm was I had a six point lead I want to say, uh, and I had McCaffrey and he had DeAndre Hopkins, 
And boy, was I worried. <laughs> did you watch any of the game, uh, Primetime? I definitely did not, no. <laughs> but I, I knew you guys' game was close, but yeah, I woke up on Tuesday to find out. Gotcha. Uh, what about you, K-Wall? Uh, were you able to uh, to watch any of that Monday Night Football game? Yes, I watched all of it. Uh, and it was pretty uh, not good, but... <laughs> Good fantasy-wise, but, like, not a good football game. Yeah, this was in Mexico City, I believe. Uh, I think this was a canceled game from a couple seasons ago where, like, they were supposed to have a Monday Night Football game there, but, like, the field was unplayable, so they canceled it, like, four, oh. hours, four hours before the game or something like that. Does, this, does that ring any bells yeah. to anybody? That does sound familiar. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I want to say this was a makeup game from a couple years ago. <laughs> So I guess they packed the stadium with 100,000 Mexicans. Uh, apparently that stadium is higher altitude than the Denver stadium. That was quite a shock to me. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I, I had heard that before. I think, I don't know, from watching a uh, a uh, football match instead of a football match. Um, but yeah, I, I had heard that yeah, there was a bunch of like players with ox hitting hitting the oxygen during the game, and it was weird. Um, but anyway, I, I came into the game with a with a six point vic, uh, lead, and uh, Worm started off real hot with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I think he caught like eight passes in the first half, and Miss Christian McCaffrey wasn't doing much of anything because like everybody else was scoring. You get like George Kittle two touchdowns. There's a long Debo run. Uh, Ayuk had two touchdowns, but uh, the Cardinals got their ass beat so bad that they ended up benching Hopkins in the second half, and that was what I needed to get to victory. Uh, Worm, I guess we'll talk about the rest of the players here. Worm had some dud games. Uh, Saquon Barkley only three points against the Lions Whew. at home. At home, yeah. Yeah. They, they got their ass beat by the Lions at home. Which is which is crazy to me, um, but Amari Cooper twenty five points, two touchdowns, and this is going to be, uh, I guess, Jacoby Prissett's, <laughs> uh last hurrah here before Deshaun Watson comes in. So, um, <laughs> yeah, are they out of it already too? They're like not even like in contention anymore, are they? I don't recall their record, but I can't. They have like seven losses, I want to say. But yeah. that's, I don't know. It seems like too many. <laughs> it does seem like too many. And you know what else was too many? <laughs> 23 points out of Worms Buffalo Bills <laughs> kicker. Oy. That's uh, Fidel Goodell screwing you there. <laughs> he would not have 23 kicking points <laughs> if they stayed in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, that that game would have been much more fun to watch if it was in five feet of snow. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, twenty three points from his kicker. That's like, that's like Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa gift. Like every, every kind of present that you could get. Yeah, that has to be a contender for start of the week too. Absolutely. I mean, I, I thought about it, but uh, I think I gave it to somebody else. But. Uh, I countered with a big game from Devontae Adams, two touchdowns, uh, a walk-off uh, touchdown in overtime. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, 
Uh, do you have any eyes on that one, uh, Primetime? I know you're a big Raider guy. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't remember what I was doing this Sunday. I, I think I was watching, but I was kind of zoned out. <laughs> Got it. But, uh, yeah, definitely not the Raiders. <laughs> unless, the, unless it's the Jets we're talking about, because that's the new team. Yeah, that's the new that's the new ish, right? Yeah. <laughs> You've been a long time Jets fan. Of course. J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Okay. Well, he sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, he does. Get that kid on the podcast. Uh let's give him a oh, mic. So, that's that's my bad. My mic is my telephone, so Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I, I really want to know his thoughts on Josh Allen and the struggles that he's been going through the past uh, three weeks. Uh, uh, he would probably just say da-da and mama, and uh, I want that. <laughs> yeah, I'm reminiscing about better days of Josh Allen, but uh, I hope they figure it out this week because my team is doomed if he can't. So I take the victory. It was a nail-biter, the closest game this week. I was a nervous wreck on Monday Night Football. Um, but tough break for Worm scores 92 points. I think that's like the, would have been like the third highest score, but didn't end up getting a victory. So let's go to the next matchup. And we have uh turtle and Avitsa's new wave hookers versus Cologne rocks and 89 to 61. Peewee takes the victory. Uh, this was kind of a weird game. A lot of duds this week, guys. Uh, we had three points from uh, Taylor Heineken uh, against Houston. Three points from DJ Moore. Four points from Justin Jefferson. Four points from Dalvin Cook. When when the Vikings struggle like that, Turtle struggles like that because he's highly invested. Um, the Vikings just got boat raced by the Cowboys. Uh, I I enjoy watching uh, Kirk Cousins kind of shit the bed prime time. I know you. You don't, but uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it when I don't, or when, when, whenever I bench Kirk Cousins, obviously. Like, uh, I don't like the Vikings, so when they struggle, I'm normally happy, but I got to learn to, like, stop starting Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, the week started off secret. hot. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say the secret there is uh, when he plays at noon, then you can play him, and if he plays at a time that is not noon then uh you cannot play him i heard you guys mention that in the chat so i'm, I'm taking your guys advice this week so <laughs> we'll get to that later <laughs> that's that's a good rule of thumb i think if if it's only a regional game and it's not a nationally televised game you're okay to start him like but uh the game against the cowboys was the game of the week so that was on every market this week so when when all the eyeballs are watching kirky just just can't get it done uh Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, three touchdowns in a game-winning Sunday night football. Uh, Amazing. Christian Watson, this motherfucker, uh, he catches four passes, but two of them are touchdowns, of course, because uh, that's how they do it in Green Bay. And Turtle just didn't really have too much of a shot here with all of his Vikings uh, letting him down. So GG's, and let's go to the next matchup here. And we have our special guest, K-Wall. Robot Unicorn Attack versus BDI's D's Nuts. Uh, I, I know one one guy was rooting for you this week, and uh, that would have been in prime time because he's, he's got BDI's draft pick. 
so do you have any uh, any response to my queries about the origins of robot unicorn attack? Uh, no, not really. It's just like a an inside joke where uh, I'm the only person on the inside. All right, I like it. Keep keep the mystery a little bit. Um, so yeah, talk, let's talk about your matchup. Uh, you had another big game from uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, four touchdowns, but Samaj P. Ryan did a lot of that work for you. Uh, Joe yeah, Burrow, yeah. he has not scored less than 12 points all season. I think he's probably getting close to RB1 numbers here. Is that, I know he started slow for you, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he had a couple of teen, um, teen games to start and then, um, yeah, the last week, uh, 6, 33, 7, 35, and then a couple of teens again. But, yeah, it's uh, it's I don't know whether to start him or Tua every every week from now on. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one because I think you got two top five quarterbacks, and that's that's a tough, tough decision to make every week. Um. Let's talk about your big pickup last week. I think you spent $62 on Eli Mitchell of the uh, San Francisco <laughs> 49ers. And uh, I don't know the math on this. Like, what's the fab dollars to point ratio here? I know it's not good. It's uh, close to 20 to 1. That's Yeah, that's not very good. <laughs> so were you surprised that his lack of uh, usage in that game in a blowout too, man, they were, they were kicking their ass all day. Yeah. They, yeah, they, um, once they pulled, um, McCaffrey, they pulled Elijah as well. So like, I didn't get anything in the fourth quarter either. They had some, whoever the third guy is in there with uh, that quarterback who didn't know which way to turn. And, um, yeah, it was a pretty shit game, but I got, uh, Denver's RB1, Latavius Murray on my bench. Who can uh, get in there? Nice. Um, BDI squad uh, really hurting with the lack of Cooper Cup. Uh, he ends up getting three points again out of Cordero Patterson. I think that's back-to-back duds from him. And, uh, you know, BDI's got a chance in his division, but he just keeps getting stinker games out of Cordero Patterson. Um, but I think the bright side for him is, uh, Justin Herbert got Keenan Allen back and he, you know, he looked a little better. He scored 17 this week, two touchdowns. Uh, but Brandon, Ayuk, talk about efficiency, two catches, two touchdowns, 20 yards, 15 points. Uh, okay. Well, that, that was your guy, wasn't it? Didn't you cut him? Yes. Thank you for uh, reminding <laughs> I had him look at his stats, his weekly stats, and uh, his first double-digit week is the week after I dropped him. <laughs> that sounds like turtle, turtle-like patience right there, Primetime. I'm, su- I'm surprised you didn't swoop in and grab him. Yeah, I probably didn't even see he was on the, the waiver wire. Damn it. That kind of Nobody mad. would grab him because he hadn't scored more than five points in a week. Why would anybody grab him? <laughs> Well, uh, you continue your winning ways. You're seven and four on the season. You take care of BDI, and you uh, made Bishop a little happier. I want to say. So, 
It makes me happy to be BDI too. Hey, actually, it kind of doesn't make me happy. Uh, I already know I'm going to surpass BDI overall. I'm trying to now. I'm catching Kowalski for the uh, playoff spot, so I kind of want to have Kowalski. Ah, lose, okay. So. Yeah, you already figure that you're going to. I wonder if you're going to get back to back picks in the first round. That might. <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah, it would. <laughs> And somehow you both end up in the lottery. I, I could see it happening, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this that, simulation is the best. <laughs> that is in the range of outcomes, Bishop. <laughs> like you, you would get the second and third overall pick, and then we would all just get our ass kicked next year. <laughs> yeah, picking this division sucks. Last year, you get handed Christian McCaffrey for nothing, and then this year, Bishop gets two high number one draft picks. Yeah, it's looking like that. <laughs> See, art of the deal, Kowalski. That's true. Uh, well, let's go to the next matchup, and uh, we had Bishop's Fields to survive versus Matt's. I don't remember what it was. Do you got anything, Bishop? Can you remember? No, and I didn't even know what it was last week. Uh, so yeah, so I, I'm up no. Oh, maybe it was. It was, it was Greg... just a picture of Jennifer. Yeah, it was Jennifer yes. Love Hewitt, and it was that terrible Third Eye Blind song. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, yes. Uh, terrible song and terrible performance. 91 to 63, Bishop, you take the victory. And you did something that raised my eyebrows uh, when I saw it, but it turns out you're a goddamn genius. Uh, Zeke Elliott was back. And you're like, nah, fam, I'm rolling with Tony Pollard. And you get paid off big time, 30 points, uh, two touchdowns. But I think there was like a 70-yard reception in there at some point for a touchdown. Yeah, I think one of his touchdowns was like really, really long, 68. So you got to <laughs> talk me through this, your your frame of mind in this decision, because I am very curious. Uh, actually, this was actually rather simple. I went to Zeke's uh, player notes, and a couple, I don't remember what day this was. This might have been like Wednesday or Thursday. And it said, like, you know, Zeke is practicing. Uh, he should be able to play. But then it said something about he's going to be limited. They're going to, like, hold his – because Pollard's been doing so well. They kept saying, like, you know, we don't need to overload Zeke, so they're just going to, like, piecemeal him in. And I was like, that's all I needed to hear. So I don't pay attention to, you know, starting or whatever, just how how much usage they're going to get. Sure. Plus, uh, apparently Tony Pollard's a PPR machine, so Absolutely. I'm all about them mini receivers. Yeah, he's, he's I mean, he's miles ahead of Zeke Elliott in terms of ability. Uh, but Zeke still had two touchdowns, 15 points for you. So, I mean, like. I would rather play both of those guys rather than Brandon Cook scoring five points, whether you need him or not. Um, yeah. George Kittle came through with for you. Uh, two touchdowns on that Monday night game. Uh, one of them was a, a, quite of a hell of a play on the sideline. Uh, did you catch that highlight by any chance? Because I know you were sleeping. Yeah, I, I did not see that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I had the lead going into Monday. And I had uh, James Conner, uh, George Kittle, and Arizona's D with the lead. And I think Matt was done, if I recall. I think so, so I was yes. like, Yeah, un unless everyone fumbles and 
Arizona loses by a bunch, which they did, uh, I would have been okay. But that, yeah, the, the waking up to jo- two George Kittle touchdowns was very helpful. <laughs> uh, Matt had some stinker games. Uh, Lamar Jackson just don't look right. Uh, he's got one one rushing touchdown, but that's it. Only nine points. Uh, Miles Sanders with a bad game, four points. And Mike Williams ended up getting hurt, only catching one ball before he got hurt again. And he had your guy on his bench, Josh Palmer. Uh, what do you say? He's like a golfer? He sounds like a golfer to you? I thought, yeah. My first thought was a professional golfer. Kowalski, I know you're a big golf guy. Is there a golfer named Josh Palmer? There's got to be. Uh, I'm not, I mean, yeah, probably, but Arnold Palmer is one of the most <laughs> famous golfers of all time. <laughs> probably his son. Is that who you're thinking of? It's his nephew. I think it's his son. Yeah, or something. It's his nephew. <laughs> well, he had a big game on Matt's bench with uh, two touchdowns, eight catches, 26 points, but uh, could not get him in the lineup. So Matt takes the loss. And... Oh, wait, hold on. Breaking news. There is a Joshua Palmer who's a golfer. Service, uh, it says Golf Association. He's 15 years old. So it's a junior. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not wrong. Maybe it's Arnie's like great, great, great grandson or something like that. <laughs> Maybe. Is Arnold Palmer still alive? No, no. We lost him a few years ago. He gone. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. All right. Well, congrats, Bishop. Uh, is that like. Is that like five out of six wins in a row or something for you? It's something crazy like that. Yeah, it, it has been interesting. I started off 0 and 5. Yeah. And now I've won five out of my last six. Yeah, you were correct. And the Josh Palmer uh, play, which is interesting because Matt had him in the lineup all day until right before that game, which was like the afternoon games. And then he made the switch to Mike Williams. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can never ever depend on Mike Williams. I think that's a lesson that every owner needs to learn. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is just Mr. Glass. So, uh, well, congrats to you. Uh, Chong Lee would be proud of you. I would say go to the next matchup and we have Mike's lucky Luciano's versus Santino's wolf pup. He's 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 no longer the wolf pack. He's the wolf pup, and uh, he played like a pup this week. <laughs> Mike takes the victory, ninety three to thirty four. You need not look at the standings. Thirty four points, gentlemen. Thirty four points, and you know what the funny thing is? <laughs> his kicker scored half of his goddamn points. <laughs> 17 points from a Cincinnati Bengals kicker. If, if Jesus Christ, does he break the lowest scoring record if he doesn't get a monster kicker game here, Bishop? I think, I feel like it's a tie. Isn't, isn't the record 17? That sounds like, uh, definitely was in the teens. I don't know. I, <laughs> I know there was, uh, some controversy on who set that lowest score record, but uh, <laughs> I think we all know. <laughs> It had to be Santino. Uh, <laughs> catching four points for, from uh, from Russell Wilson, zero from Rex Burkhead, one from Jalen Warren, uh, zero from Rondale Moore ended up getting hurt, uh, three from Dar- – Dar- yeah, his only – I mean, 
he only had two players score more than five points. That's uh, that's bad. And in in a in a season full of bad games, Santino I think pulled out his worst one. Today. Did, didn't didn't AJ Brown get hurt in that game? Uh, I don't know if he did or not. It was the previous week, uh, the Monday night game, I think, oh, against the uh, the Commandos. He did okay. have a fumble. Uh, I see that, but uh, I don't see any designation for an injury. <sighs> well, anyway, Mike takes care of business. Not like he needed a, a monster game, but he got one. Uh, 93, uh, 24 points from Najee Harris. That's That hasn't happened all season. Uh, what, it's week 11, and... I think those, yeah, he's only scored one t- or one rushing touchdown before this week, but he gets two this week. Uh, big explosive play from Debo Samuel. Um, <laughs> his his kicker. Giants. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> his what kicker. What happened in that game? I don't know. Like <laughs> no one knows. No one saw it, but apparently it was the strangest game ever. Like there was a, a historic blizzard in northern New York. Apparently, like in New Jersey, like there, I don't know if there was like uh, something going on there, but negative six points for his Giants kicker misses two extra points. Uh, yeah, no field goals. No, <laughs> it's just that's so weird. Um, they had to have cut him right. Like, there's no way that kicker's still on the team. <laughs> Who is the kicker? Okay, it's Graham Gano. So he's been around a while. Yeah, he's like. Oh, you know, I think I saw something that he is hurt or something. So maybe he like tried to play and like aggravated his hammy or something, and then tried to gut through it, and then, or maybe he got hurt and someone else had to kick the field goal. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, but it says here that Graham Gano is primed for a bounce back performance on Thanksgiving. (laughs) I mean, if he makes, yeah. He didn't make anything. Over two. If he makes an extra point, that's a bounce back performance. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, GG's Mike. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you take the victory here. I th- you almost tripled Santino. So uh, you making him scream under the bridge. Let's go to the last matchup, and we have Giuseppe's Ted Lasso away versus Micah's team, Serbia. And Serbia gets it done, 93-62. to 62. Uh, Giuseppe started off hot. He got 20 points out of Derrick Henry, but uh, catches a zero from James Robinson. Only got one point out of Colt McCoy slash uh, Trace McSorley or whatever that guy's that. I think that's the, <laughs> court, the backup quarterback's name or the third string quarterback because Kyler Murray was too busy playing Call of Duty this week to uh, play football. Uh, yeah, he uh, had a really bad week for Giuseppe. Um, and Micah, on the other hand, gets his three touchdowns from Travis Kelsey, 30 points. Uh, I I tried real hard to get Travis Kelsey off of Micah. And he was not budging. So, GG's for standing pat here, getting paid off. Uh, Nick Chubb, Bishop, only only five points, no touchdowns. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that was a 
struggle game, but he still outperformed Barkley. So I think we're still good on the bet <laughs> on my side. Uh, also, Giuseppe's uh, high price acquisition of Michael Pitbull, Pittman, whatever his name is, uh, nine points. I don't remember how much he spent. It was like, it was in the 70s, right? It was like $78, I think. Good Lord. <laughs> Maybe it was yeah. 72. I don't know. It was 70 something. I know that. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty bad. Hey, that's that's better value than what K-Wall paid. Let me tell you what. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm your guest here. Come on. I know. I, I, I kid. I kid. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Micah was in the double tight end formation, and he uh, he gets it done against Giuseppe. Uh, he ended up having uh, almost a perfect mer, but he ended up uh, benching Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, ruined his mer. You know. Uh, 28 points, four touchdowns from Jimmy G. So that. Yeah, don't don't expect that again. You know what it was? Like, the Cardinals' defense was so bad. Like, they were throwing just, like, little slant routes or and, like, scramble plays where, like, the defense breaks down and just catching. Yeah, was, was the Debo, was the Debo touchdown a, a pass? No, he ran, it, like, it was a run. That was a running oh, play, okay. yeah. He didn't throw a pass to Debo for a touchdown, but uh, yeah, it was just... They, <laughs> it's kind of why Kishore McCaffrey didn't have a good game, because he couldn't... I mean, they kept scoring. <laughs> yeah, too fast. Yeah, they didn't, they couldn't have any like sustained drives, because they kept scoring so yeah. fast. So, that's going to do it for the recaps. Let's talk about some money. <laughs> And at quarterback, we have uh, Mr. Joe Cool for Kowalski. Straight cash, homie. I think that's like at least thirty dollars that guy's made off of you for you. Yeah, he's uh, financially um, been a, a very good draft pick. Nice. And at running back, we have the uh, the Schwami himself, Bishop with Tony Pollard. Straight cash, homie. Excellent. Finally made it. Excellent play. Excellent play. You got paid. My first up. money. Yeah. First time this year. Nice. I think everybody's cashed then at that point then. Because I think Santino got one at one point too. So GG's. And at wide receiver slash tight end, we have Travis Kelsey for Micah. Straight cash, homie. So GG's with that. Start of the week. You know, there was a lot of big big scores this week, but the fact that this guy is technically a backup. The fact that the starter was active and he still got him in the lineup and still scored 30 points, Bishop. So start of the week for you, sir. I'm clapping. I am Thank clapping. you. I still think I should have been a Worms kicker, but I guess maybe because Worm lost, he didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah, no, because the definition you guys tried to give last week was like, or this was what uh, Turtle was fighting for, that uh, it has to be a decision. Like uh, uh, Bishop made the decision to go with Pollard over Zeke, and uh, I don't believe Worm probably made a decision about his kicker. He's one of the top kickers in the league. Fair. And uh, stay tuned for the preview show. I think we have a very lengthy email from uh, our commissioner oh, about <laughs> about that very topic. So that should be interesting. And we're going to give this to Saquon Barkley for a worm. All right, it's week 11. You're playing the Lions at home. 
You're one of the best goddamn running backs in the in the business, and you can only score three fantasy points. That's that's dud worthy right there in a uh, a week where there was a lot of duds, a lot of choices here. Um, I mean, usually Barkley even gets like four or five catches, but he, he, they couldn't even do that. Like they couldn't run the ball. They didn't get him in the passing game. Uh, like just a very strange game for the Giants. One lucky And this one was kind of hard. Because there was, like, only one close game. Every other game was, like, a 20-point blowout, at least. So, uh, I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll be the lucky bastard this week. I'll be lucky that uh, Saquon Barkley had a shit game. I'll be lucky that they sat DeAndre Hopkins, uh, you know, in the second half. I'll be lucky that they threw... <laughs> that the defender fell down and Devontae Adams catches a, a walk-off touchdown. I, I embrace the lucky. You know what I'm saying? Not like Turtle, who gets mad. I, I love being lucky. So, I'll gladly take it. The worst fantasy yep. football owner of the week. Number one stunner. <sighs> Santino. 34 points, buddy. It's uh, I in, in a season of, of bad performances, this one really took the cake. So, um. Yeah, I, I don't know how many that is this this year, but the 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 world's worst wins are racking up for Santino, that's for sure. Alright, well that's gonna do it for the week eleven recap show, fantasy football, scoop, and Alright, show's over, I'm tired. and poop fantasy podcast now available on itunes also email us at scoop and poop at gmail.com <laughs>